This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to WFAN's Baseball Insiders for Thursday, July 28th. I'm Sweeney Murdy and joined by special guest today, a Yankee fan who just used to call into our station in the middle of the night just to talk. And uh, it was always fun. And now you see him on the NFL Network, face the NFL Network, and host of the Rich Eisen Show, Rich Eisen. Rich, you're probably the only person from Michigan I really like talking to. So, uh, <laughs> All right, I'll take it. I will take that, Sweeney. Got to have a niche in life. If that is mine, I will take it. That's it. Well, listen, I know you're a big Yankees fan. We've talked about this before. Yankees are coming off the Subway Series. They were swept by the Mets, but they made a big trade to, well, I shouldn't say big trade. They made a trade. They got Andrew Benintendi from the Royals for three minor league pitchers. None of them are above A ball, so they still have plenty of their top prospects available as they approach the trade deadline. Um, They've been playing about 500 ball for a month. Uh, I know you were really excited watching them play well. What have you thought lately and what's what's happened over, say, the last 24 hours? Well, it's just uh, I, I I'll take the the full season first. Um, you know the way the way I see it, it's just the the 162 games are are catching up to them, and um, and they're they're hurt, they're banged up. Um, where Severino's out, and now Michael King is out, so you take away one of their their best starters from that, you know, first to 60 win stretch and uh, a crucial member of the bullpen um, that fit in perfectly when their initial injuries took place to, to Chad Green and Loisaga, uh and Michael King is now out. And I think it was Kay during the broadcast a couple of days ago where he pointed out that there's kind of like a spring training feel now to the Yankees to uh, figure out who slots where in this bullpen. Mm. Um, and when that happens, and the two youngest pitchers uh, in this rotation in Tyone and Montgomery uh, are hitting a trough at the same time. Um, that's, that's the way 500 ball um, happens. Stanton gets hurt. And then, you know, when, when you have a guy in, you know, I, I know he's on the hot seat and he is definitely the, the face of the angry Yankee fan right now, um, Joey Gallo. That's yeah. why Ben Attendee's here. I mean, Ben Attendee's average is is double uh, <laughs> what, what what Gallows is, and that's that's no joke. I mean, uh, my buddy Dan Patrick was talking the other day if the Mendoza line is actually now uh, a, a good average in yeah. baseball. Um, so so you put it all together, and that's a 500 stretch. The good news is the the division is not in danger. 
the bad news is, is Houston is right there and you couldn't take advantage of the Astros inexplicably getting swept by the A's. So uh, it, it's all about October. I know that's what Aaron Boone is saying, and he is right. But I just don't want October to hit, and then the Yankees have to go play um, a, a sixth and seventh game or seventh game in, um, in Houston. Uh, I think that would be a major problem because the Yankees seem to have a problem hitting them. They seem to have the Yankees' number on, on how to pitch to these guys. And the Yankees don't still can't figure out how to pitch to Altuve and um, Bregman and maybe even Alvarez in the same way that they couldn't figure out how to pitch to Alonzo over the last two nights. <laughs> Put it all together, and, and there, are, there are some genuine concerns for the team with the best record in the league. Yeah, I think the concerns for me are that, you know, over the course of the last month, this 500 stretch is only 500 because of all the losses to the Astros, the two losses to the Mets. You know, otherwise you'd still be over 500. And all of these losses have a common theme of, okay, the lineup has been pitched to. They've shown you that the lineup is top heavy. And I think that was an issue earlier in the year, too. Uh, and now you have time to address it a little bit by getting Ben Intendi and making maybe a couple other moves here and seeing how the lineup shakes out. As far as the bullpen, I think, you know, getting Jonathan Loisega back healthy, I think is a really big key here, can help alleviate the loss of King. And Ron Marinaccio has emerged here, kind of like maybe yes. he did a year ago uh, and has really taken off here in some big spots. You're going to put these guys in better leverage spots. As far as the overall record, I'd like to get your feel for this because I know you follow this a lot, but it's always like, you know, listen, the 500 stretch is not unique. I go back and think about 2017. Uh, the Yankees had a terrific April, terrific September. And in between, they literally played 100 games where they were 500. Um, and, you know, then they're down 0-2 to Cleveland before coming back. There's a there's a, a feeling about just getting hot at the right time when you have to win 11 postseason games. And, you know, the Yankees came close that year uh, in game seven of the ALCS. So I feel like there's this there's always an inevitable stretch of a little a little downturn, a little correction, a little leveling out. And that's what you're seeing right now. It's OK to have it because, you know, nobody wins 115 games every year. I think the bigger concern for me is that their offense appeared a little top heavy and they need to address that now as much as they need to address their pitching. Yeah, I, I think the next aspect is is a starting pitcher. They got to have one. They do because I don't trust Montgomery right now. I I I mean that was a that was a his start against the Mets was a uh, a George M Steinbrenner having Rubenstein call the Daily News type <laughs> special. Yeah. Um. Where where he would just lace into somebody who spit the bit. He spit the bit against the Mets. You get a two run lead in a in a a a, um, a subway series like that you get home runs from judge and rizzo you don't give up four in the bottom of the first and uh get taken out before the fourth it's just that simple and i know that that's a it's a high pressure gig and it's a high pressure situation uh andy pettit's not walking through that door i think a lot of yankee fans are hoping he turns into a pettit type bulldog uh we haven't seen it yet tyone had a great stretch but can you really trust him in a game three game or game four? I would imagine, you know, like obviously it would. And, and, you know, I'll, I'll just say it, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for Garrett Cole to turn into Verlander. 
Yeah, uh, I'm wondering if the I'm wondering if the Yankees took the wrong Astro. Um, you know, uh, and and um, you know, I, I'm waiting for Cole. He had one of those games against the Astros last year. Oh, I think it was last year. I, I kind of lose my 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 place. It was last year, the year before, where he stared at Aaron Boone like you're not taking me out. Yeah, you know, and, and he does have that bulldog mentality, which is terrific. But when push comes to shove, you know, I, I guess it'll be. Um, Cole and Cortez taking the ball twice in a, a lengthy series in the playoffs yeah. and Severino we hope he comes back and he might take the ball twice if it goes seven games and then who's the one who takes that game for is it Tyone is it Montgomery I think you go and get this Castillo fellow from um, from Cincinnati um, if he is available I'd, I'd rather see him on the Yankees than the Blue Jays that's for damn sure and I'd rather see him on the Yankees than, you know, heaven forbid, the Astros yeah. or, you know, or the Dodgers, you know, or, or, or the Mets, who, you know, you may have to face. And these are teams that I think have, have pitchers who will know how to pitch to the Yankees. And, and they have hitters that can definitely take care of a pitcher that makes mistakes in the zone, as Montgomery did and Tyone has been doing regularly. So those are my concerns. Ben Attendee's a good pickup. I think um, because uh, I, I believe Matt Carpenter and his W.B. Mason mustache, <laughs> yeah. have had, I think he had his Kevin Moss moment, um, and he is not an everyday player. He is a player who can play two or three times in a week. He's a guy who can come off the bench. He is a terrific player for the Yankees to have, and he's been great, um, and, and, and it's been wonderful to see, but he – He's definitely not a, a guy you put in every day, which they have to do right now because Stanton is hurt again. And so um, I, I like the Ben attending move, but my, my preference right now, if I, you know, obviously I'm a Yankee fan, so I, I shouldn't care about money and I pick and choose what I want. Yeah. Uh, I would take Castillo and I'd take Dave Robertson back from the Cubs. Yes. And, yeah. let's, do, and let's do what we got. That, I, those I, would be I, my I, next two preferential moves. I agree. I think those moves would be fantastic and would help uh, immensely. I, I'm not as down on Montgomery as you are. I, I I am on Tyone because it's really been about what, like eight starts now uh, after, you know, first nine or 10 were fantastic. Um, and somebody asked me about Garrett Cole recently. And I they said, are you worried about Cole? And I said, the problem is I can't be worried about Cole because I can't do anything about it. He's healthy. I gave him all the money. I have to pitch him. He's going to be the guy now. Uh, worrying about him doesn't do any good because I, I don't have an alternative to him. If you're asking me if I'm worried about Montgomery or Tyone, well, I can think about alternatives to them. I'm, I, I can't think about an alternative to Cole because I put all the money in that basket. So you've got to have to roll the dice and live with it. Uh, he's pitched enough good games in between. You're right. He hasn't been as dominant as Verlander, but he's pitched some games like that game against the Astros, some other games here and there where you say it's in there and you just hope it comes out at the right time. And as far as like your point about Andy Pettit, I've mentioned this a few times. I say, you know what? Andy Pettit's first, I think, five postseason starts weren't great. He didn't become a great postseason pitcher until he became a great postseason pitcher. And I think that is kind of one, you know, we always want to predict who's going to be it and who's going to get there. I, I, I think sometimes a, mo a, a switch just flips. And until that performance happens, you're not going to get the label of it. You just have it just kind of has to come out. Does that make sense? 
No, uh, of course. You know, you got to, you know, uh, we see it all the time in the NFL. I mean, like Trey Lance is a perfect example right now for the 49ers, not to mix sports here, yeah. but, you know, you, you do have to throw him in the deep end of the pool and hope that he not only swims, but can win you, you know, medals. So, um, Pettit, you know, I will say this. I mean, that first, that start in the 96 World Series against Smoltz. Yeah. Um, in Atlanta, the one nothing win that was also aided by his incredible throw to third um, to to get out of a major problem down there in the old Fulton County. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I would love it if Montgomery has that in him. I just, we just, I mean, we haven't seen it yet. So that's, that's my concern. Obviously, the Yankees are making the remember that got shelled the start before that? Game one. He I got know. Absolutely, which is what put them in the hole needing to, to win the last four. So, look, I mean, when you, when it comes down to it, Yankees are making the playoffs. They're going to get that bye position as well. So they'll watch, hopefully, hopefully, somebody beat up on another one. And the Yankees will have and, – and, you know, we've not seen the current playoff format at, at work yet. Right. So – we're going to see how incredibly advantageous it is to get one of those two buy spots because your pitching will be completely set. Yes. Your pitching will be completely set. Your bullpen will be completely rested while the other four teams beat each other up, use their aces, burn their pen, you know, do everything that they have to to make it to the next round. Yes. And I think that is going to be a major advantage that we've never seen in the playoffs in baseball yet so the yankees will have that advantage and the question will be again is who's coming out of that spot will it be somebody like the, the blue jays who i think could definitely give the yankees the problem mm-hmm. or is it going to be like a twin team that the yankees usually do very well again yeah and then it comes down to is it possible somebody could knock off the astros for the yankees because that would be a monumental help. I know it's one of those be careful what you wish for possibilities. That's why the Yankees having another stud starter and then somebody who can come out of the pen and make sure a high leverage eight inning situation is taken care of because it ain't Araldis Chapman. Good Lord. Yeah, you're right. I don't want to see that. So that's what I would love Cashman to hit over the next few days. I I can't wait. I would love to actually see another Yankees uh, Astros series. I don't want them to get knocked off. I, I mean, I've seen the drama uh, in regular season games. I want to. Sweeney, wanna... uh, uh, Sweeney, Sweeney, man. 2009 <laughs> is a long ass time ago, man. No, thank you. No, thank you. I will take a, a break from the baseball gods. You know, I don't want to see Altuve. Bregman is such a stud. I love that guy. Yeah. I don't want to see him. Dusty's a great manager. I mean, Aaron Boone, I'll be honest, I, 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 I love him, but. Buck Showalter pushed buttons around him, you know, from bringing in Diaz uh, when he pinch hit Gallo. I mean, that was bringing a a knife to a gunfight. And then last night, um, he he made some maneuvers as well that I thought were really savvy. And, you know, it it just, it just, it's, there's nothing, you're always concerned, um, but I, I, I love what's going on with LeMayu and Judge, and I think Rizzo was to, uh, was terrific. The minute Freeman started wa- wavering back and forth, I thought Cashman jumping on Rizzo was a brilliant maneuver. Obviously, when Stanton is great, you're good. 
and 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 Glaber Torres is vastly improved. That you're five ninths of the way home. Now you throw Ben Attendee in there. Kiner Falefa's got a 14 game win streak. One last thing for you on on you know I don't want to bend your here. What is the what is the uh, the Andujar uh, problem? That guy can rake, man. And and I know Donaldson plays a terrific third base, but Andujar is like a, an extra base hitting machine. Why? Why isn't he getting at bats at the major league level? What's going yeah. on with that? I I, th- I think the defense is a big part of it. Um, you know, finding the natural position for him hasn't helped. Um, and I think that his offense has really been. You know, he hits a triple A. His limited times in the big league level, he hasn't hit like he did in 2018. And I know that's hard to do when you're not given the runway of you know getting 50 straight at bats or 100 straight at bats or more. Um, but they've been in weird positions with his spot and haven't really you know afforded him that luxury um so i i i think that he is just kind of an ill fit sometimes positionally and i you saw how much they valued the defense with the moves they made before this season started especially with the left side and i think they feel donaldson's professional at bats uh you know working pitchers too coupled with the defense you're kind of waiting for a hot streak i think you're a little late into the season to have donaldson have one of these you know great mvp kinds of seasons but i think you're looking at him as a guy who could probably get hot and keep providing that tremendous defense on that left side because listen let's be honest the yankees did not have very good infield defense the last couple of years and moving oh. the pieces around they improved that side of it right now so um you know we'll see i don't even know if anduhar is really that much more even in demand as a trade prospect either because he's already three years into service time he's into arbitration years he's used up options you know those are guys that aren't considered as valuable currency uh when even even if you have the potential of a guy who drove in 100 runs like uh like Andujar did but listen we're focusing on a lot of a lot of issues and problems with a team that has the best record in the league and they have the best record in the league mostly because Aaron Judge is phenomenal right now and listen I can't let you off this without you know getting your thoughts as a guy who who you know embraces Yankees history and watching a guy who's probably going to make a run at 61 home runs before the end of this regular season. How amazing that would be for us to watch. Um, and he's, he's fun to watch. He's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. That's a whole other drama attached to it, but man, isn't it just fun to watch him hit right now? I love him. He's one of my favorite Yankees ever, man. I, I love everything about him. And um, I love the way he holds himself. I love the way he gets down at the level of kids who want to come up to him. He gets down on a knee and he gets eye to eye with them. Yeah. I mean, it's the little, it's little things like that, that I, I friggin' love about him. My kids, you know, where they, they, they know the yes theme, you know, cause <laughs> I mean, the game's on in my house every night. Like they know K, they know Cone, they know, they know it all. And so, you know, when judges up, um, all the kids come in the room. I mean, that, and, and, in the same way that, God bless, Joey Gallo may not be cut out for this gig. Yep. And I feel for him. I don't know him. I've heard nothing yeah. but nice things about who he is, the person. Yes. Um, and, and, and uh, you know, there are just, it's the truth. And I know that uh, across this great sports-loving nation of ours, there's always an, an East Coast bias that's hurled at the media. Um, but it is the truth that it is. It takes somebody special to succeed in the Northeast. 
in the Philadelphia, in the Amtrak corridor, you know, in the Acela corridor, you know, in Boston, in New York, in Philadelphia, it really does take a particular athlete um, to succeed. You know, um, not everyone can succeed in Philadelphia, as you've seen from, um, you know, Embiid is a special player. He's got a certain personality that works for, for there. Uh, Poppy, obviously up in Boston, I'm naming generationally talented players, but sure. Judge is one of them. Yes. Um, and so in the same way that Gallo, I think, with each strikeout, just digs a hole deeper, a la Ed Whitson back in our day, um, Judge, what Judge is doing, after turning down the money, yep. how many players would get chewed up and spat out by that situation? Instead, he's, he's going in the completely other direction. Yeah. And um, I, I love it. I, I hope he stays forever. I know, you know, the, the, the Pools contract gets thrown out there because of the his current age of being 30 and, you know, and there's somebody like Soho, so, uh, Soto sitting out there. Why not go get him and pay him all that money? He's seven years younger. Yeah. Um, but he also is not Aaron Judge and what he means to this uh, fan base. You know, I'm sure they could create some sort of judges chambers for Soto, whatever that would be out there <laughs> in right field. Yeah, but but you have to factor all this stuff in, and um, God, do I love him! I mean, he is he is up there with Bernie and Jeter, and that ilk. Uh, yeah. I would just love the rings to come along with it. That's the that's the thing, you know. Listen, I've told people all the time: like Yankees history is littered with superstar players who win multiple rings in their first three, four, five years. Judges in his sixth, waiting for his first one, looking for his first one. You know, that's kind of what separates you know the really good Yankee players from the legendary players that we talk about. So we'll see if this year pushes him through and what that means to a contract. But uh, just as as I finish up with you here, Rich, I just you know you mentioned Jeter. Um, I think every Yankee fan is enjoying watching the captain. You and I lived through a lot of that, a lot of that in person. Um, what are you, what are you enjoying about seeing that story right now? Well, I mean, I just, you know, he's, he's a real special player for me in terms of all time New York athletes and um, the, the hatred that comes his way coast to coast that he, he's really not all that. You parse out his numbers. He's really not worthy of being a, a first ballot hall of famer and even the stupidity that he's not a hall of famer. Um, you know, I, 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 I watch it and I, I eat it up because as you point out, you know, I was there, um, my first year on sports center was 96. Um, I was then the host of major league baseball on ESPN radio, the first ever studio host for that. So, uh, I was at the world series from 98, 99, all the way through to 2002. Um, you know, and so with the exception of, uh, of two years, I, I was covering Yankees World Series every year. Um, and it was incredible um, witnessing all those moments in person and reliving them. I just don't know how, you know, interesting a figure he is, the people coast to coast and, you know, Alan Michael Jordan with the last dance. And there's nothing really terribly controversial about him. Um, you know, I, I'm assuming we're going to get to the, was he really angry and pissed at A-Rod parts? That yeah, that's coming, that's coming tonight. Yep. That'll be part you know? of it. So I, I guess like there's nothing ever, and that's the beauty of Jeter and, uh, and also the, the unique, the, the unicorn like aspect of Jeter, certainly in New York city is there was never anything juicy about him. 
like ever. You but know, just the get baskets and, 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 you know, the only juicy stuff was the get baskets and making, you know, making people yeah. put their cell phones away when he's there in their house or something like that, whatever rumors were about him. But yeah, there's nothing ever juicy about him. All he did was friggin' win. Yep. And the fact that he, you know, had a cup of coffee at, at uh, in Ann Arbor at the University of Michigan also just adds to his greatness for me. <laughs> so he's truly one of my all-time favorites. And Judge has Jeter-like qualities to him, yeah. you know, where you don't hear anything about him. He's quiet. He goes about his business. He's first class, first rate, first class all the way. So, um, uh, I, you know, God, I hope they win the World Series this year. It would be incredible. How about how about I make a deal? In about thirty years, I'll I'm going to produce. Here comes the judge, a twelve part series to Sounds air good. on some platform that hasn't been invented yet, and uh, and you and yeah. I will produce it together. Good on ESPN twelve on ESPN. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rich Eisen, host of the Rich Eisen Show, NFL Network, and it's busy season with camps opening. So thanks for taking a couple of minutes. If uh, you can work me in and around whatever, like the week 10 schedule in the postseason, talk some more. Good, man. We'll take care of it. Hey, man, if the Yankees are around, to use the Jerry Jones phrase, viable in the playoffs in week 10 of the NFL season, uh, I'd be happy to have you on. That would be great. Fantastic. Uh, Rich, thanks so much. This has been WFAN's Baseball Insiders for Thursday, July 28th. You can catch at Rich Eisen on Twitter as well. Uh, As I said, NFL Network, the Rich Eisen Show, and uh, my sincere thanks. I'm Sweeney Murdy. Make sure to subscribe and review to WFAN's Baseball Insiders. Until next time, thanks for listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.